Welcome to On Brand with Donnie Deutsch. I am Donnie Deutsch, and this is the podcast dedicated to a simple premise that everything is a brand. Everybody is a brand. Every athlete, every celebrity, every movie star, every product, every corporation, every political party, everything is a brand. We do two things on the show. Uh, first, we interview a big personality about their own personal brand, and this week it's presidential candidate Marianne Williamson. Uh, you remember in 2020, she created uh, a lot of news up on stage with the other candidates. Uh, and we're going to talk to her about she's trying, she's running the Democratic Party uh, against Joe Biden. Uh, a lot of negative uh, backlash against that, but we're going to hear from her and hear what her thoughts are. Uh, and we do what we call our brands of the week. These are the brands that are shaping the zeitgeist, which brands are up, which brands are down. Let's get right to it. First up, brand up for former Trump attorney Ty Cobb. Uh, he predicted the former president is going to jail. Love that. As a criminal investigation into the troll classified documents about Mar-a-Lago continues to heat up. Said Cobb, all they really have to do is show that Trump moved these documents at various times when DOJ was either demanding them or actually present, that he fit, that he filed falsely with the Justice Department affidavit to the effect that none existed, which was shattered by the documents they discovered after the search, and that many other misrepresentations that others have made on his behalf with regard to the possession of the classified documents. Cobb added, yes, I do think he will go to jail on it. I want to say that again. His former attorney, Ty Cobb, I do think he will go to jail based on the document search. And that's what the law says, so we will see. Um, brand up, brand down, I'm sorry, big brand down for election denialism. Uh, a New York Times report uh, that, that was titled, How Much Did the Election Denial Hurt Republicans in the Midterms? This is, of course, in 2020. Uh, denying the results of the 2020 election and casting doubts about the nation's voting system across statewide Republican candidates, 2.3 to 3.7 percentage points in the midterms last year, according to a new study from States United Action, a nonpartisan group that promotes fair elections. Uh, once again, so idiots out there, that basically the overall arch of ele election denialism costs Republicans anywhere from 2.3 to 3.7%. And you, you go elect if you go election by election, that costs them a lot of seats, a lot of governorships. Uh, so maybe they'll be smart. Donald Trump still has not walked away from it. Maybe some others will figure out that that's not a winning strategy. Uh, brand up for Disney. We love Disney, and they're, they're, they're kicking the shit out of Ron DeSantis. Um, we know that DeSantis, is probably, by the time he listens to this, probably will have announced his candidacy for president. Um, basically, Disney has trampled the pre-launch buzz by scratching a $1 billion plan for office campus on the state. Uh, it was supposed to be built in Orlando's Lake Nona region. It was estimated it would bring in more than 2,000 jobs to the area with average salaries and 120,000, and Disney, Disney CEO Iger said, no, thank you. Nice going around DeSantis, costing Florida jobs with your idiocy. A, a lot, another way is hurting Florida. Brand down for uh, Ron DeSantis in that uh, the NAACP and Florida issued a shock travel advisory against visiting Florida. Listen to this one. The NAACP's National Board of Directors has issued a formal travel advisor for Florida warning black and LGBTQ people against visiting the state due to Governor DeSantis' policy. Quote, Florida is openly hostile towards African-Americans, people of color, and LGBTQ individual states advisory issued on Saturday night by the civil rights group. Before the quote, also before travel to Florida, please understand the state of Florida, the values and marginalized the contributions and the challenges faced by African-Americans and other communities of color. There you go, Ron DeSantis. There you go, Florida. Florida continually becoming the cultural armpit of the country. Speaking of uh, cultural armpits, brand up for Rudy Giuliani. Um, there is a new, uh, sexual, uh, abuse case brought against him, um, by a sex abuse complaint. 
Uh, Noelle Dunphy alleged that Giuliani raped and sexually abused her throughout her time working for him, and he also paid her nearly $2 million in promised pay. Here are some of these nice allegations of Rudy Giuliani. See if you believe them. Uh, on February 25th, 2019, Giuliani allegedly forced Ms. Dunphy to have sexual intercourse with him for the first time after he told her he would not wait any longer. She said Giuliani would not take no for an answer. Giuliani alleged he had sex with Dunphy when she was intoxicated and could not have consented and made her perform oral sex acts against her will. The Giuliani would look to Miss Dunphy, point to his erect penis, and tell, I, I can't even say that out loud, and tell her that he could not do any work until you take care of this. Giuliani allegedly demanded oral sex during calls with Trump and others instead of made it feel like Bill Clinton. According to the complaint, Giuliani went on sexist, racist, and anti-Semitic rants, which were recorded by Dunphy. Remarks allegedly included derogatory comments about Jewish men and their penises. Giuliani often demanded Dunphy work naked in a bikini or in short shorts. Uh, when the COVID-19, I got to keep going. When the COVID-19 pandemic forced people to work from home, Giuliani allegedly directed that Ms. Dunphy take off her clothes off in front of the camera during almost every video conference while he touched himself under a white sheet. There you go, scumbag Rudy Giuliani, a new sex assault suit, sex abuse suit. We'll see how it goes. Of course, it's a civil suit. Uh, brand down, sadly, for America's mental health. Depression rates are on the rise. Rates of depression among American adults are reaching new highs nearly 18%, more than one in six Americans say they have depression, up from less than 10% a decade ago. That's incredible. Uh, the share of Americans report having been diagnosed with depression at some point in their lifetime is even higher at 29%. So almost one in three Americans have been diagnosed with depression at some point in their lifetime. That's pretty sobering. Brand up and Tom, Tom Cruise. Tom, not Tom Cruise, Ted Cruz. <laughs> not Tom Cruise, Ted Cruz, the senator. Cruz is, let's get this one, is opening a probe into Anheuser-Busch over Dylan Mulvaney's partnership with the Hill. He's calling an investigation into Anheuser-Busch over its collaboration with the transgender influencer. He says the company was potentially marketing his products to a younger audience through the partnership. Uh, they sent a letter to Anheuser-Busch CEO Brendan Whitworth urging him to open an investigation into whether the company violated guidelines prohibit beer companies from promoting their products to a younger audience. Ted Cruz, do you not have anything better to do? Um, this is also interesting. Miller Lite uh, is also in their crosshairs. I don't want to, we go brand up or brand down for this, the culture wars. Uh, the Brew did a, a, uh, a promotion called Bad Shit to Good Shit campaign from more than two months ago, which turned old sexist beer as into fertilizer for Women's History Month, suddenly drawing the ire of anti-woke forces. Uh, so now the anti-woke forces are against them because they're trying to kind of Bury, for lack of a better word, old sexist beer ads. So, you know, companies got to be careful. You're going you're gonna to be fucked either way when you go after a lot of these issues. It's it, it's it's really problematic. Uh, as an addendum, Bud Light sales continue to plunge with 24% drop in sales in the latest week as a result of one promotion using a transgender on a can as a social influencer. The world has gone mad. This is good news. Brand up for corporate responsibility. Six in 10 U.S. adults say they will not work for organizations that fail to speak out against racial injustice, according to a new survey. About the same number, 62% say that companies are doing mediocre or worse and living up to their promises to address racism. Uh, those saying companies aren't doing enough to address racism rose 8%, according to Edelman's survey. 65% of women responded this week compared to 58% of men, both increases from last year. 
So, you know, CEOs, you got to do the right thing these days. Uh, you don't have a choice whether you're, it's in your heart or not. Um, and there you go. Uh, brand up a JP Morgan chase. Well, brand down if you're maybe an antitrust person. I'm not an antitrust person. You don't want anybody to get too big because America's biggest bank is getting bigger every day. Uh, it's open branches in 25 new states since 2018. It's nearly 4,800 locations are in every state in the lower 48. It added another 93 earlier this month when it bought first Republican government backfire sale. Now, has listen to this. More than 13% of the nation's deposits and 21% of all credit card spending, a bigger share than each of the other bank. Its investment bankers bring in more revenue than all of the other Wall Street robbers, including Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley. Um, it is the biggest of the big of the big. Got to give Jamie Dimon credit. He knows how to build a bank. Brand up for Green Bay, Wisconsin, and not because of the Packers. U.S. News and World Report revealed the 2023-2024 best places to live in the U.S. rankings when compared with 150 most populous metro areas in the U.S. based on affordability and quality of life, desirability, and job market. The 10 best places to live are, and this is uh, according to the largest metro areas, Green Bay, second is Huntsville, Alabama, next is Raleigh and Durham, North Carolina, Boulder, Colorado, Sarasota, Florida, Naples, Florida, Portland, Maine, Charlotte, North Carolina, Colorado Springs, Island. Colorado, and Fayetteville, Arkansas. Go figure. I guess that must be because of Walmart. Huge brand up to Martha Stewart. I love Martha Stewart. She landed historic Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover at 81. And I'm looking at her picture, and she looks beautiful. I always thought she was a gorgeous woman. She's brilliant. I love Martha Stewart. We always flirt with each other. I asked her on a date. She said no to me. Um, she posed in the Dominican Republic for the shoot and appears to be a total of 10 looks. She's a chef, an author, a podcast host, a TV personality, and much more. The OGM influences Sports Illustrated notes. Doing a swimsuit shoot in her 80s, she represents ageless confidence. Stewart told the New York Times, one of my many mottos for many years has been, when you're through changing, you're through. I couldn't agree more. Done a lot of things wrong in this world. One thing I've done right, I keep changing and keep growing and keep trying new things, as evidenced by this podcast. I keep morphing. Got to keep morphing. Uh, Brenda for religion switching. More Americans are switching religions. You know, the quarter Americans say they used to follow a different religious tradition on domination than the one they practice now, a percentage that keeps growing. This is from the uh, uh, survey by the Public Religion Research Institute. Uh, it says it's a 50% jump of 2021 when 16% said they had switched and found, and now over 20% said they had switched. And uh, there you go. Amazing. Survey found the Catholic Church lost the highest percentage of followers, 39%, to a group without religious affiliation. So Catholic Church taking it on the chain. Um, Brenda, for YouTube, YouTube generated $40 billion in sales in the past year. CEO says, that's amazing. Chief Executive of YouTube, Neil Mohan, has revealed that the popular video sharing platform generated a $40 billion in revenue last year. The majority of that revenue came from advertising. Um, YouTube did face a decline in revenue over the past three, three quarters. Which the latest quarter showing a 2.6 decrease to 6.7 billion, which the company attributed to macroeconomic factors. But they are certainly outsizing just about anybody else, uh, certainly the broadcast networks. Um, unfortunately, brand, I'm going to say brand out the internet company. Supreme Court sided with Google and Twitter, avoided a 230 ruling. The 230 ruling basically allows them indemnification from anybody suing them for contact. Now, they, this ABC and NBC and uh, CNN and any traditional media outlet is not um, indemnified by this amendment. 
and they will be held responsible for the content, but we can't get it right. Um, basically, uh, Supreme Court ruled on Thursday that families of terrorism victims had not proven Google, Twitter, or Facebook helped foster attacks on their loved ones. Justice handed a greater victory to the tech industry by declining to weigh in on the protective internet law at the center of the debate over social media regulation. So we got to figure out how to regulate these guys. I know everybody talks about First Amendment and it's a slippery slope, but is something wrong when Facebook and uh, Google and Twitter can run anything and not be held accountable on the free speech? That is incorrect, my friends, and that is scary. Um, and finally, 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 Brand down for Oscar Mayer's Mobile. It's getting a new name. I love Wienermobile. First time in nearly a century long existence, Oscar Mayer's famous hot dog shaped vehicle is changing its name. Wienermobile is out and Frank Mobile is in. Um, I don't know why. Sometimes things are just wrong in this world and sometimes things are right. Wienermobile was right. Sometimes you got to leave well enough alone. I don't like Frank Mobile as much. I don't know why they did it. I'm not happy about this. But there you go. Those are our brands of the week. Remember to tune in on Thursday. Not tune in. Download. You don't tune in anymore. That's not. These are podcasts. You tune in. You download. You subscribe to uh, our podcast. Uh, our guest on Thursday is presidential candidate Marianne Williamson. She's uh, going to primary against uh, Joe Biden. We'll see how that's going to go for her. And remember to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, any place else. And we'll see you next time on On Brand.